the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. Be strong in the Lord, because God's Spirit remains among us. Do not fear, child of God. God's plan from the very beginning was that you would walk in a relationship of dynamic, unstoppable power. God never planned for Satan to defeat you even once. God's plan for you is victory, and that has never changed. If we see God the way he truly is, and we will see where we stand with him. Satan doesn't want you to see things as they really are. He doesn't want you to know what God is doing. God reveals to those close to him what he's doing before he does it. He tells his secrets to the prophets, his friends. Today, God wants you to see what he is doing and destroy fear in your life. So let's go forward. Because you're stepping into a new season. Glory to God. That's incredible. For these are the days of the church. These are the days of tremendous and dynamic victory. But before I release God's word today, I want to remind you that in 2020, God kept me focused on eliminating fear, teaching about fear, eliminating it from the mind of God's people. He didn't say A pandemic was coming, but he kept me watching. He kept me watching and to be sure not to allow fear, not in my life or anyone's life around me. Many don't even know that fear is a spirit that is not of God, but to harm and to cripple the minds of people. But the Lord prepared me. He said in the year of 2021 to take refuge, not only fortress in him, but also to trust in him. And then he showed me, he was showing me the difference between the flesh and the carnal and the spirit, and also the difference between the kingdom of this world and the kingdom of God. He showed me that we must go in completely to the kingdom of God and to walk in the spirit and not carnal by choosing the life in Christ and not of this world meaning walking in his covenant 
And now, as I recall, in 2021, in the very beginning, God was saying, this is the Passover season. For those who don't recall, I want to explain. There's a dynamic shift that's happening in the heavens, aligning it with the earth. And that's why he sent me with this message to tell my people two things. To prepare now as if you're about to take a flight. And second, he said, make sure you take refuge only in me, abiding in me, and to seek his face and his word more than ever. Get into your covenant relationship with Christ. And now the Lord is saying for 2022, be strong in the Lord, all children of God. Declare the Lord's works, for I am with you, declares the Lord Almighty. I want to tell you about 2022 for just a moment. In 2022, there are going to be wealth transfers. It's already happening. It's, it's already been taking place in the midst of everything that's going on that will continue to be wealth transfers. There will continue to be promotions. God has a covering over the children of God. There is a shaking going on. But remember that after the shaking, what remains will be seen, says the word of the Lord. And as you stay under the covering, as you stay under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, and you stay under the blood covering of Christ, there is a whole lot that's going to pass over your head. See, the world is going to say of that remnant church, they're going to say, how do they still have their health at a time like this? Isn't that strange? How do they still have finances at a time like this? Look, look at this. What, what's going on here? God is about to show the world something that they have never seen before. Because Jesus' inheritance is the nations. That's his inheritance. He hasn't received his final reward. Christ is waiting. Jesus is waiting for his final reward that he has not received yet. And that's the remnant church. Now, remember, the church was established. It was born in power. And somehow we left it off back there somewhere. I, I, I don't know where we left it off. But back there somewhere, we left it off. And we got satisfied with a good sermon and some, you know, a few good songs and this event or that event, you know, going on. But no, the church was born in power. And so God is raising up a remnant that will walk in the power of Almighty God. We left it off back there somewhere. I don't know where it is, but it's back there somewhere. Jesus is coming back to get a church that is walking in its covenant relationship with God. And so it's more important now more than ever that you are grounded and solid in the word of God, that the word of God gets settled down inside of you and it becomes flesh and it begins to activate. It begins to operate through you and what you pray, what you speak, it manifests. It manifests. This is not a time for fear. This is a time to walk in the power of almighty God. This is a time for the manifestation of the power of God to be seen. That's what this time is for. As the coming of Christ is rushing upon us, and I mean it's moving swiftly, this is the time for the church to move in power. It's time for the church to rise up. And so God is releasing such a heavy anointing. I've been talking about it for three years now. God is releasing such a heavy anointing over the church. And those that are watching and waiting, they're living according to the word of God. 
and the covenant promises of God, they're living by his word. They're going to see a manifestation of his power that the world has never known before. The world is not seeing what God is going to do through the church. But let's visit Haggai 2, 1 to 9. Let's visit here. He's speaking. Now, Haggai, the prophet, is speaking to uh, three separate uh, groups of people, uh, three, two people and then a group. He's speaking to the people for the Lord. And now the people have been taken into captivity and the temple destroyed. And now they're looking at a destroyed temple. But what do they see? What do they see? Do they see just a pile of rubble? Haggai challenges them. On the 21st day of the seventh month, the word of the Lord came through the prophet Haggai. Speak to Zerubbabel, governor of Judah, to Joshua, the son of the high priest, and to the remnant of the people, and ask them, who of you is left who saw this house in its former glory? Now, remember, Solomon had built the house of the Lord. So he had built it, and it was gorgeous. It was beautiful. It was built with silver and gold. It was astonishing. It was Amazing it would be a short call for it. But now they're looking at it. And so Haggai says to them, he asks, who of you is left who saw this house in its former glory? How does it look to you now? Does it not seem to you like nothing? But now be strong, Zerubbabel, declares the Lord. Be strong, Joshua, son of the high priest. Be strong, all the people of the land, declares the Lord, and work. For I am with you, declares the Lord. This is what I covenant with you when you came out of Egypt. His spirit remains strong. Do not fear. This is what the Lord Almighty says. In a little while, once more, I shake the heavens and the earth, the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations. And what is desired by all nations will come. Hold on to that thought right there. To to that verse, what is desired of all nations will come. What's desired? Think about that for a moment. I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord. Get a hold of that today. Oh, have mercy now. The glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house, says the Lord Almighty. And in this place, I will grant peace declares the Lord. Oh, he's talking to the children of God today. So God spoke to Zerubbabel, the governor, Joshua, the high priest, and the remnant people. He asked them, who saw the house of God? Uh, Who saw it in his former glory? In other words, who saw this in the past? And then he asked them, how does it look now? Meaning the house of God. How does it look? Then he said, Does it seem as nothing to you now? Oh, children of God. If we were this people, here is the people that that God's calling to rebuild this house again. Before the former or, or the older was when Solomon built it is what he's talking about. It was all the glorious material of gold and silver. They remember. But then he said, look at the present. How does it look to you? In their mind, they're probably thinking, How can we compare this disaster to what Solomon built? The man of God says, does it seem to you as nothing? In their eyes, the man of God was right. The place seemed as nothing because it was destroyed. They were discouraged. They lost hope and they had no strength. Now, let me ask you a question. Have you ever been discouraged and lost hope? 
thinking how God is gone and, and thinking that how is God going to restore my life, my marriage, my children, my joy, my hunger for him, my heart, my mind, my peace, my finances. And you probably ask yourself, do I still have hope or did you give up? Mm, children of God, just like this people, you see, they lost hope. They, they lost their strength. Because what they had, what had been built is gone and lost. And all the effort, all the time that had gone into this, even the place there where worship was, is gone. They're devastated. But yet a man of God spoke on behalf of their God. And he called them and said, be strong, Jerusalem, governor of Judah. Be strong, Joshua, priest. Be strong, all the people of the land. So God is saying to us, children of God, be strong in the Lord. And what does it mean to be strong in the Lord? Be strong in the power of his might, not in yourself, not in your finances, not in your own physical strength. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In other words, be strong in the Lord and not your own self. In the power of his might, his ability and his strength. In other words, he will give us inner strength at a time like this. Joshua 1, 6, be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. In other words, God is saying be strong and be courageous to lead the people to the inherited promise that God has promised his people. In another word, God will use you. In other words, God will use you to rebuild his temple. But you say, how? By sharing your faith, your belief in God, by showing the fruit of his love to others, by being kind to others, by being helpful, by sharing your food, your money with those who are unfortunate, by serving God. All this that you have done for Jesus in serving the Lord, speaking the gospel, speaking into others' lives, encouraging others, shedding your love abroad, walking in the covenant promises, walking in the power of God so that the world sees the invisible God. They see the manifestation of his power. As soon as God said this to them to be strong, then he said to them his promises. Believe that. Believe that I am with you. This is my covenant. My spirit remains among you. And third, he said, do not fear, for fear has no room in your life. In other words, God is saying not only to them alone, but he's, he said with us, how? He said with the spirit. Therefore, we should not fear to dominate our life, our environment, our media, our economy, or anything that's happening around the world during the pandemic. We cannot fear because God is with you. That's why he'll give you peace that the world cannot give you. Only God can give. He warned them saying all at once more. I will shake. I will shake the sea and the dry land. I will shake all nations. And what is desired by all nations will come. I will fill this house with glory, says the Lord Almighty. In other words, we should not be fearful because we know this will happen. Things are unusual will happen. Things that are unusual will take place in heaven, in the sea, in dry land, in the nation. 
But in the midst of it, he said, I will give the desire of the nation. And I believe that that's the second coming of our Lord and Savior. But before that, he said, I will fill this house with my glory. The Bible in Joel 2.28, that he will pour out his spirit on all flesh is what it says. The church is in this Passover season. The temple is the people of God who received Jesus in their heart. And the glory is a spirit within them. First Corinthians 3 and 16. You know that you yourself are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst. God said the silver is mine and the gold is mine, declares the Lord. God mentioned this. God mentioned that everything is his. That's what he's saying. Psalms 24 and 1. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and everything that dwells therein. It all belongs to him. So when God mentioned the silver is mine and the gold is mine in the former temple, that's why. Because they did not use money. They didn't use paper money. And in this present time, it takes money. But to help others to fight to the nation, to preach the gospel. God understood to help others to fly to the nations to preach the gospel. See, God understood that even Solomon, when he built the formal temple, that it takes gold, it takes silver, and the ability of people to build it. So the prophet Haggai told Zerubbabel, Joshua, and all remnant people, the gold is mine and the silver is mine. So to activate it in this present time, it takes money and God's people to establish it, to restore the temple. God said the glory of this present house will be greater than the glory of the former house to the Lord Almighty. And in this place, I will grant peace, declares the Lord Almighty. I'm telling you that when God established the church, he established it in power. And now the remnant church of the days that we are in, he is establishing even in greater power than what we have seen before. What God is about to do, the world has never seen before. The Bible says that the government would be upon his shoulders and that his government would never end. So that means that his government will constantly rise up in more power and power and power and power. It shall have no end. God will not stop until this place is completely, the earth is completely flooded with his power and his spirit has overtaken The reason that God said the glory of the present house will be greater than the former house is because everything the former house was made by hand. But the present time is by God's hand. The present time is God's hand. Acts 7, 47 to 50. But it was Solomon who built a house for him. However, the Most High does not live in houses made by human hands. As the prophet says, the heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. What kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Where will my resting place be? 
Has not my hand made all these things? So where is his house? He says, what, what kind of house can you build for me? <laughs> the heavens, uh, that's my throne, and the earth is my footstool. He's an awfully big God. So what kind of house can you build for me? In other words, the present temple was not made by human hands. This is why it will be greater than the former, because it came from God and not from man. Haggai 2 and 28. From this day on and from the 24th day of the ninth month, give careful thought to the day when the foundation of the Lord's temple was laid. Give careful thought. Is there yet any seed left in the barn until now? The vine and the fig tree, the pomegranate and the olive tree have not bore fruit. From this day on, I will bless you. Oh, children of God, when they said the foundation of the Lord's temple was laid, it means Jesus is the foundation of the Lord's temple. God gave his only son. He was the seed because of his love for all of us, John 3 and 16. God bless you to bear fruit with his spirit, to bless the work of our hands for one purpose, to restore his house. There are three principles that God gave us in order for us to be blessed. But first we must know who is our source of wealth and blessing in our life in order for us to activate by believing. The foundation The earth is the Lord's and everything in it and the world and all who live in it. Deuteronomy 8 and 17, you may say to yourself, my power, God gives us the ability to produce wealth, to confirm his covenant, which you promised. Mm, Bless his holy name in Deuteronomy 8 and 18. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. God gives us the power to to get wealth and establish his covenant, which he swore. So there are three keys to activate. Honor the Lord your God with your wealth, with the first fruit that you earn. Bless his holy name. Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the fruits of your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. The first fruits. Bless God. He is a God of increase and multiplication. Increase in multiplication. Genesis, I will bless your descendants as numbers of the stars in the sky, and I will give them all these lands. And through your offspring, all nations will be blessed because Abraham obeyed and did everything that God required of him, keeping his commandments and his decrees and his destructions. So we must obey the Lord. We must obey the Lord in our tithes and in our offerings. Oh, bless his holy name. And three, give and it will be given to you. Good measure. Pressed down, shaken together, running over. Bless his holy name. He will pour out upon you more than you can stand. First Kings 3, 7 to 9. Now, Lord, my God, you have made your king servant in a place, my father David. But I am only a child and do not know how to, how to carry out my duties. Your servant is here among the people. You have chosen a great people, two numbers to count or number. So give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. For who is able to govern this great people? But you, the heart of Solomon was revealed when he, when he requested of God what is important to God because he did not request of God, but he requested for the sake of God's people. Bless his holy name. God wants us to walk in a covenant relationship of power. He is releasing a a dynamic power over the church and the manifestation of his power and his glory shall be seen. 
He's bringing up, he's lifting up a remnant church endued with power from on high. God wants you to walk in that covenant relationship. He wants to pour out not only blessings, but he wants to pour the power of the Holy Spirit out upon you for the Holy Spirit to move from within you and that the world sees great manifestations of his power through the church. We left it off back there somewhere. Power. We're to be endued with power from on high for deliverance, for healing, for setting the captives free. God bless you today. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be encouraged. Bless his holy name. I'm Valerie Snead with prayers heard in heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com. <laughs> 